0: let's just let's just walk through that as far as how you introduce a dog to cats let's say the yeah. first time and then we'll just work on through that progression because it is so different i mean cat hunting is very different than any other form of hunt i've been around oh yeah and i like chasing barnets but cats are a whole different monster than a fox yeah you know they're there's different challenges. And I think in some ways, you know, we excel in some areas, but we lack in the areas that you need to be successful at cats. You know, you can do 80, 90% of it really well. Yeah. And then that last 10, 10, 20% will really get you. Yeah. But what, When you're looking at a cat dog you've <laughs> evaluated, you know, the
1: dog's got some brains and you're going to put some time and effort into it. Where do you start with that? Oh, um, when I get into, you know, we start getting on snow, you got to get them, you know, walk them on a track basically and and see if they'll stick their nose in it. That's kind of the first step. You got to get them to sure, <laughs> kind of realize there's a track in front of them and all right, I'm going to check this thing out and smell it. And um, ideally, if a dog will will do that, then you can, I'll take them and just walk them on a track. That's to me, you know, that's how my best dogs I've ever trained. That's what I've done is and I a lot of guys will ask me like, all right, I, I want to get into cat hunting. you know, what do I got to do? Well, you're going to sweat a lot. Yeah. Get some boots. You're going to sweat a lot. You're going to bleed because you're going to, you're going to beat yourself up and, but walk tracks is what I tell them, you know, take a dog and walk it on a track and, you know, just keep showing them that track, show it that the cat walks these logs because they do that. And the dog's got to learn that, you know, and all these little tricks that they do, if you're in the woods with the dog, you can teach them that if you're sitting out in the truck, watching your Garmin, you're you're making up a story, is what I say. You you don't know what's going on. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> you know, you're making up a bullshit story about what the dog's doing, and you don't really know <laughs> what's happening. But you know, I mentioned I guess well, earlier about the ice. So you know, you get a cat that gets to a stream and he gets on the ice. Well, he might walk that ice for fifty yards. He might walk that ice for a mile. Right. And you got to kind of go with the dog and and find where he left, and then show him because that, that you know once a dog figures it out. They'll do it on their own, but as a puppy, they're not going to figure that stuff out. I mean, if they do, then they're special. But yeah, those are the winners. (laughs) Yeah, those exactly. Well, it's like
0: anything else. How do you teach unless you've been taught, you know? And I think that's where an experienced houndsman, like I am, not a cat. I probably never will be. But you guys that really enjoy it and that is your passion, you know, knowing how to expose those dogs and get
1: them started. Yeah, that's a huge. It's just you know, it's trial and error thing. You learn where you get beat before and so then you start looking for that stuff well, like I mentioned the logs and all this stuff but you can if you're in the woods with a dog you can kind of show them this stuff and if they got the brains and the drive then you know they might pick it up and obviously if you got an older dog you know they're going to get them to the end result but you know they're not always learning so much because that older dog's blowing the track out in front of them sure. and you know a dog you know the one the good ones are going to they're going to want to figure it out and get out in front and then they're going to take the lead and build their own confidence but I've you know I've ruined dogs before with with running them too much with a good dog because they're you Mm -hmm. you know they're yeah they're 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 getting there to the catch and they sound great in the whole chase but then the day comes and the old dog needs a day off and you try to get it to do them themselves and they're like you know they're looking around listening for that dog been there (laughs) you know yeah I had a dog I had
0: for like three years and you know she she's always there she made it. I had a buddy in line hunted for me. You know, when I wasn't hunting much, she was doing it. And then all of a sudden, one day, you just realize that dog isn't doing diddly squat. Right. She's looking good. She looks cheerleader. Great, she ain't doing nothing but looking She's good. right? Now. right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's yeah. really hard to see sometimes. It is because they they when they're with you know that if you got a great dog, say a great cat dog, and I've done this, and you know you can send a dog with them, and and they look great. You know, they're, they're cranking, they're screaming, the cat's circling, they're there baying, treeing, whatever. <clears throat> but then you get them by themselves and it's like, who is this dog, you know? they. Right. And I've had them, they just don't, they need that confidence. You know, I've had them where they'll run for, you know, maybe a half hour and then they're like, all right, this isn't fun anymore. I haven't caught the thing. Sure. And they come back, they backtrack, And it's like, no, you need to run that thing for five hours sometimes to yeah catch it yourself. So you know, do you
0: dogs that, work on them like independently early on, then? So that you try to, yeah. On? I mean,
1: you gotta. I, I find like it's almost like a mix. You you gotta they gotta see what the end result is. So they, sure. I think that gives them a little bit of that run to catch. You know, I always say there's dogs that run to catch and there's dogs that run to run. <laughs> the ones that run to catch are the ones that you want, but I think they do gotta see some of that. I mean, obviously there's a few superstars that will, will do it on their own and they'll figure it out but they're few and far between so i think this is like a mix where you got to show them some of that but then you also gotta take them and make them do it themselves and that's right I, and it doesn't seem like it takes a lot of doing it by themselves if a dog can once they figure that out okay i can do this and catch this thing and then they just get better fast you know there's a like, whole difference like yeah progression from that point is so accelerated Oh, yeah. No, it really kicks in once they, I think, do it a few times and they run a cat down and they catch him and bay him themselves. Then they're like, okay, I'm yeah. going to catch the next one too, you know? And for sure, that's when you've got a dog, but well, that's what so I this, think about I it think like this, a repair mate
0: or like a repair video, like somebody's watching a YouTube video to fix their car. There's a difference in watching it, and seeing it done, and you know, you can get the end result and actually having to do it. You could watch right. that video 10,000 times and in doing right. it one time is so much more you know it's i think in the same way with dogs once they do it
1: it's just a whole different ballgame. yeah it's like that speaker button we dealt with earlier yeah right (laughs) (laughs) once you figure that out it'll be easy yeah we got it figured out now we're good yeah Yeah. no i agree with you that's they got to figure it out on their own but and like i said i've the best you know that Susie dog i had i mean i walked her on track and the reason too she's all i had at the time that you know, I had a dog drown through the ice, and I had this little puppy, and I'm like, all right. I was young. I'm gonna walk this dog in cat tracks, and she was like eight months old. And the first one I walked her on, I walked, you know, for hours, and finally jumped the cat, and oh, really? she ran it for like a hundred yards, and she came back, and I was like, all right, that was good, you know. And then <laughs> the next time I walked her on another one, walked for hours, jumped the cat, and she ran that one for. You know, maybe 10 minutes and then she quit by the third one man she was just she wasn't quitting she was she was running it
0: and,
1: and you were physically you know,
0: bumping those cats like you
1: walked walking the them up out. until we jumped them man. yeah you know, so that was uh but man you know, I think that really made that dog what she was because you know once she figured that out she was like all right and I, she, she was so smart because I would always walk behind her in her first probably four or five years that I ran her, I would always follow her on a cat track. She would like come back and meet me right before she jumped the cat, and she would she would not bark until she jumped the cat. She was silent, right. cold trailer. Which <laughs> I'd just be like walking along, and she'd be standing there, and I'd be like, "What's up, Susie?" And she'd go, and next thing it was just whoa, wide open, you know. And she she's letting on you know. Yeah, she was like, "All right, it's on. I hope you're ready. <laughs> Tighten your boots up." <laughs> yeah
0: and you know i listened to some a lot of the guys in the southwest you know and in and brett vaughn a bunch of those guys talking about yeah. the the houndsman's part in helping those dogs yeah as far as you know knowing the terrain or the tricks like in your case the ice and that do you find yourself helping those dogs a bit like in, in oh, those yeah. situations
1: oh yeah i mean the, you gotta i mean even the The best of dogs, you know, when they get real good, they're going to figure it out. But I still try to get in there and help them if I can. You know, it might save you a minute on that track or two minutes or whatever. Sure. If I, you know, if they make a loss, I'll try to get outside everything and find where that cat left or whatever. And I think it, I think that helps the dogs. They like, when they know you're there with them, Right. it's like a different bond you have, I guess, with the dogs. You're, You're actually hunting with them. And sure same way with the bears i mean the dogs they get a little brave sometime when they see you and that's that sometimes isn't good right but with the cats you know the dogs you know they're not looking for you but all of a sudden you find the track and you holler and you want the dog to come to you when you holler to them and they i think they develop that bond with you from sure. being there and i watch all that stuff like i'm so intrigued with brett's stuff and those guys that like lion hunt off Mules out. That's to me, it's just like that's the real deal. It's so awesome. Right. That's <laughs> like, like the romantic like dream one day to do that, you know? I know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I know that it's just fun to listen to those guys talk about how much
1: they're involved, you know, because they're chasing yeah. those tracks that are so old and they're covering so much ground over days. Yeah. That's so awesome. It's just you're working with your dogs and that's what it's all about, you know? Yeah. Technology is great, but you still, you know, I think it's better to be to be part of it with the dogs and help them if they need it, you know? Like true woodsmen. You, like yeah, they're they know the game that they're chasing
0: they know right. they pattern it it is crazy to hear about it and it's funny for me to listen to them versus even a lot of what you're saying and a lot of our guys up in canada yeah because there's so many similar things that they look for and like the noses and how yeah. they acclimate to the, the humidity climate and all of that it's pretty crazy that there's such a drastic difference between you guys in arizona Right, and the traits and, and the way that you're having to help these dogs and, and right. work with them on the ground is so similar. I think it's really
1: yeah. The, the habitat's different, but what we're doing with the dogs, I think, is essentially the same. You know. Mm-hmm. So when do you start with... a dog?
0: Now? Like when
1: when <laughs> you're starting a dog on cats. I'll st- with cats, I'll start them as young as I possibly can. When they're as young as they want to go do it, you know, I'll start. Them. I had one, this chief dog I have, he was five months old, one of before last, and he was going start to finish on cats. No kidding. And I mean, he, you know, he's me too. And some, he was, you know, he wasn't necessarily taking the lead, but man, when that cat would get screwed down, circling tight, he was, he was wow. running to catch it. That's awesome. screaming. That was one of the younger ones I've ever seen, but he, he hasn't developed his, good as i hoped he would so far in cats um mm-hmm. but it, it, like i said there is with well, a cat you know as young as they want to go i'll get them in there and they some dogs are all different you know some take off obviously a lot quicker than others sure um, they just some mature a lot faster but it's weird how they do that like to watch a dog progress you know sometimes
0: you'll get that one that starts off just banging yeah five month old you know and they're they look like they're doing it or they are doing it you know I mean it's hard to tell sometimes but you see that progression really early and then sometimes it feels like they hit that plateau yeah and it's like you're just waiting for the day it's like we need a change you either need to get better or just show me that you don't want to do this and we'll just you know figure something else out but it I've had a bunch of those young dogs that I I think I played a pretty good role in screwing some of them up you know sure we all have (laughs) but then you get into it where it's like some dogs just don't have it for cats or small game right they just don't you're not going to make them yeah you know even the dogs that just don't get excited about you know like there are dogs that their thing is
1: bears yeah put them on a cat and you're like not even interested. yeah that that chief dog i just mentioned he so he was so good on cats (coughs) that first winter i said i'm not going to run him on bears Mm -hmm. his sister chaga litter mate to him she wouldn't at that young age she wouldn't go on a cat she just she was all puppy sure. but come bear season i started her and man by the end of last bear season that dog was she was cranking yeah you know, and she could handle the track i mean a couple times she ran a fisher on me but she uh she could <laughs> handle that fisher like no other i'm like wow it's big you old know.
0: stinky buggers
1: yeah so anyway last winter on cats she did great he did you know he did good but not what I was expecting. This right. year I put him on bears and he's a way better bear dog than she is. He's like, he wants to be a bear dog. So,
0: yeah, <laughs> you know, it's just
1: one of those, you got to figure them out, you know, you got to learn them and see what they want to do and what they're good at. And, you know, For you sure. use them, you know, in accordance to what they want to excel at, you know, if they're, if they show that they, they're going to be a better cat dog, then I kind of, drive it to them. You know, I, that's the number one thing too. this whole training thing is just pounding the game to them. You know, if they, I'm fortunate, you know, I do this for a living and where I live, you know, I can run bears a mile from the house every day and I can usually find a cat, you know, to run most every day, but just pounding that game to them at a young age, really, you know, that really makes them click. But
0: yeah. we talked
1: about that a lot before because
0: people think, oh, well, the dog's two years old. Well, you've only exposed it to the game that, you know, some eight months old have seen, you know, and it's hard because it's everybody has to work within their confinements, you know, like the guy that's working and supporting the family and, you know, can hunt one day a week. That's really hard for him. So it's like you just got to make the best use of the time you have. That's right. It it is key, like focus to make
1: real dogs. Yeah. I always like guys will talk about that when this dog's (laughs) two years old, he's just starting him in in my mind i'm saying to myself the concrete's already set
0: like yeah exactly You got
1: what you got you know what i mean and to me you've got to start them young like you got to really pump that to them and sure. and make them make them want to go run so do
0: you do much with them like his pup puppy puppies like no. rags or anything you just no
1: i mean we run. have bear hides we you know we the kids run around the yard with bear hides and the puppies. Did I see somebody
0: them? rolling one around your shop or something with a bunch that of. That was puppies. my
1: daughter. Yeah, that was that chagrin chief that litter of pups, and uh, yeah, we do that stuff with them. Get them chasing and throw it up in the air and get them to tree a little bit or whatever. But um, I think at that they're so at that age is the capacity is not there to learn a whole lot. I guess right on. Oh. I don't know if you can hear that. That's my
0: dog waiting to get let out. Apparently my wife and kids must be home. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: I got the old dog retired in the, in the living room. Yeah. Oh man. So when you're looking at, you know, these puppies coming up, how old are they? Like your
1: fresh batch four months now. So will they see any action? This yeah. I'm going to try to, I have, I have those two that are four months and then I have this little plot puppy that's she's going on six months she's the one <laughs> I've been messing with coons and stuff she will just straight up go berserk on a coon already yeah it, I, she's the one I'm going to try to focus on. she's at the right age you know she's going to be whatever eight months this cat season and she's you know perfect. that's perfect um and I'm going to take these uh, just exposing them to everything I think helps like riding on the snowmobile we're always hunting on sleds just getting them used to that and the snow, like I said, sticking the nose in a track. So we'll we'll haul those those little pops all winter. And you know, who knows? You know, they might take off. Right. They might, they might not, but you gotta you gotta get them out there and expose them to all the stuff, you know, at that young age, I think, to really it certainly get them headed in the right direction.
0: Yeah, and even beyond just like the scenting side of it, you know, like you said with the snowmobile, just getting used yeah. to to working like that. You know, yeah, if you
1: take a dog that's you know a year and a half old for us, and you throw it on a, it's never been on a snowmobile in its life, it's likely going to freak out. Sure, you know it's, but it's like me on a that,
0: snowmobile, you freak out <laughs> a little bit. Yeah.
1: But if you're if you're showing them that stuff at six months old, it's kind Not of second nature to them. You know, it's so we we try to do all that stuff early on with them, and just you know getting them used to the other dogs and all of it it's it's all good stuff for them i think they're just you know they're sponges when they're that young they're mm-hmm. learning everything and their attention span usually isn't that great but of course every once in a while you you get a winner that
0: is so so are you doing multiple pups at a time then or are you limiting that to keep the grab ass down
1: with the with the hunt, it's hard especially me like i'm guiding cat hunters all season and so you're training and guiding at the hard. same time it's, that's I have so many people that ask me to like, you know, geez, you used to kill 25, 30 cats a winter. How come you only get 15 or 16 now? And I say, you try guiding somebody and see, so, you know, it just completely changes everything. Sure. And I, I'm not myself. You can pay me to shoot a cat anymore. I just have no interest. I guide people. It's what I do. It's my job, I guess, but it's still, it makes it hard to to train dogs while you're guiding people. You know, it's a lot of my guys are repeat guys or whatever. And they, they're all for it, you know, but you still try to get them a cat or whatever. And, and then, all right, you, you get tagged out and then it's like, all right, let's, and we, we, we have that happen a lot. You know, I have a couple guys and we get the right conditions. We get cats Monday, Tuesday or whatever. And then you got the rest of the week where you can go mess with those young dogs. And that's, that's a great thing, but it's not like, and most, you know, you, you guys that have never been, they wouldn't know the difference between your number one <laughs> dog and a puppy, <laughs> but You're still like, right in my mind, I can't do that. You know, I got to try to get these guys what they come for and give them the best, put the best foot forward. So. Well, like you said, it's your job.
0: And and I mean, you're a master in craft. It's you take a lot of pride in it. So I mean, there's a lot of pressure there too, which adds to, I mean, that's hard. It's bad enough training a puppy and figuring it out, you know, like for a lot of our listeners that might be training their first round or, you know, they're still fairly new we're not all professional trainers <laughs> i'm by no means professional but we all have to train a dog at some point yeah so that's i mean right. that's why i really like these training talks too because well and
1: that's the best for war too like when you know when you see that young dog that you trained, and all of a sudden he's taking off and he's running and he's catching whatever you're chasing i don't care if it's a rabbit or whatever it is but that's to me that's what it's all about you know right. that young dog when the light you know, the light switch comes on and all of a sudden he takes the track away from the old dog and runs out and makes the catch or trees the bear ahead of the other dog. It's like, all right,
0: <laughs> that's probably my biggest encouragement to people that are just starting out because, you know, the people who have seen a dog flip that switch, you know, yeah. a puppy flip that switch to where we said earlier, instead of just getting better at this progressive rate, it's like accelerating. Once that switch yeah. flips, it's crazy how fast if you haven't seen that you will never forget the first time that you see it in a dog especially That's one that right. you're training yourself because it yeah. is so it just impacts you so much and it's like i thought i understood what we're doing here and it's just this act of hunting with a dog or training a puppy Right. And then it's just a realization that I knew nothing. This is what it's about. I'm like it brings your game to a whole new level. The dogs' game to a whole new level. It's just oh, game yeah.
1: yeah, it so, does too. And then it, the other thing it does too is, but once you get like a dog that just really excels and is a superstar, then you kind of hold everything else to that standard because you know how good one can be, and mm-hmm. that's that's good and bad too because, <laughs> like, oh, you know, this dog's garbage. He's not doing what. So and so didn't, but that's the hard part is evaluate (laughs) through it. Yeah, you do pick
0: a favorite, or you you know it's even like as you progress as a hunter. I think like you know the dogs you were looking at thirty years ago or twenty years ago are going to be different than the dogs you're looking at now. Yeah, and you you know you log every mistake that you can think of and every victory, and you just gotta. It's this constant morphing of of training. Yeah, you know it's just it's a very fluid thing. I think because I compare it to my kids everybody gives me a bad time about that but it is what it is like you're guiding yeah. your kids and you're trying to raise them the way you yeah. want to it's the same with these dogs Sure, you're just you're guiding them they have to have some natural ability obviously sure but if you don't know how to guide them it's going to be really hard for that dog to reach that level
1: that's right no you, you certainly gotta gotta get them going right and the the other thing too like you ask like how many I'm going to bring along. And it's, it is hard. Like I've had people say, I'm going to keep this whole litter. You know, it's like, you can't really can't do Cause you can't give the dogs what they, what they deserve to have is from a training aspect. Sure. You know, ideally, you know, if, if a guy's doesn't have a lot of time to hunt, you really only want to mess with one dog. Right. Cause you can yep. focus on that dog and put the time to it when you're trying to, you know, juggle around one, you know, three or four of them at once. And then they're just all, Puppies, one always you know, suffers. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter how hard you
0: try to be even with them all. Just sheer odds of happenstance. And well, yeah, you're going to pick a favorite,
1: like you said. And yeah. you know, that dog's going to get the more attention and the more time. And
0: Well, and even say you're hunting two different pups, so you're taking one one day and one the next. Well, what if games moving in one day and it's yeah. not moving the next? You know, then you're oh, like, yeah. crap, I should have brought that other pup. And it, I really think people, and this was hard for me, you know, when you first get started, you want dogs, you don't want one, you want a yard full of them. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But you know, you just find yourself in this, this slump then where you're battling so many outside influences and your your attention is stretched so thin, unless you have that rock solid finished dog. Yeah, really, really hard because you just never give them the same opportunities. That's right. Yep. I, it took me a long time to figure that out. I always kept two pups out of every litter. I always mm-hmm. raised two pups because I thought, well, one's going to be better than the other one, and we'll keep that. You know, that was my my mindset behind right. it. But after the last couple and doing them one at a time,
1: it's a big difference. Yeah. I, I Major. Yeah, no, there's no question about it. I mean, I usually keep two just because being in this business. I have to have a bunch of dogs on hand and a lot of averages, you know. And like I mentioned earlier, I'm fortunate that I can do this. I mean, I hunt. I hunt every day, Mm -hmm. you know. Pretty much, there's something I can chase with a dog. I'm hunting, and not everybody obviously has that opportunity. But you know, so I, you know, I can put a little more time in them, obviously, than most people can. But um, it's still right now, you know, I got essentially three puppies. They're staggered. Two or uh, four months, and one almost six months. But you know, this it's still i in my head. I'm like, it's too much, you know. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're like, still gonna do it. <laughs> yeah, cause
0: <I> am. <laughs> so if you had like Paul Lady's pro tip here, okay, one thing for somebody thinking about wanting to train a cat dog, what's like the one piece, the little gem of knowledge that you just had to figure out on your own? Would you pass something like
1: that on, or is it super secret sauce? Well, no, recipes? it's. I, I mean, I think I said it earlier, just, I tell guys, don't be afraid to, you just got to go with your dogs and don't worry about where your truck is. Don't worry about, I shouldn't say this, but how pissed <laughs> off your wife's going to be <laughs> if, if you want to make a dog and you, okay, you got this track in front of you, you know, go after it and go get it, you know, just go and, and help that dog all you can. That's to me the, the biggest thing and don't give up. You know, a lot of guys will, you know, if the hunt doesn't go well in the, Early on, they just kind of quit and admit defeat. But with me, and a lot of people, I guess, say this about me, but I'm persistent, man. I just just go and stick with stuff until whatever, like that 10-hour bear chase we (laughs) talked about. You could have quit, I mean, a million times, but you just got to keep going. Be persistent. Well, and that is, I can say, like, here's a little
0: tip I'll learn from personal experience. And it ties in with what you're saying. I was one that, you know, would walk a little bit okay i'd mm-hmm. walk 20 30 yards off the road 50 yards but sometimes the difference between 50 or 100 yards and 200 yards mm-hmm. the difference between catching that cat and not even being able to smell it right yeah you know and i i think that it's it's so overwhelming for new people like in this training atmosphere like they're this might be their first pup. and you're walking it along and there's nothing and you finally hit this point where it's like Okay, it's just not going to happen. Let's go back to the truck and go try to find another one. I mean, I think a lot of people have been in that spot. Oh, yeah. But if you have the means and the time, keep going. Keep going, because you can learn so much, too, about the animal. Well, you learn how they pattern, how they travel. Like you said, you jump those first several cats on your own. And I know Don Gilbert, he was telling us about that, too. The first cat he shot, he walked it down without a dog, tracked it, killed it. And that's how he was like hooked on bobcats. Oh yeah. You guys are like just crack fiends when it comes to cat hunting. You guys yeah. that like die hard cat hunters, it is a whole it's a whole different.
1: Oh, I definitely have a problem. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well man, I appreciate you sticking around for a training tip, Paul. That was yeah, no, it was, was a good. Lot of fun. this was a good one. So we, we enjoy coming on. And like I said, the whole point of these is just having different perspectives. So we're trying to get some different people in here. And, you know, what works for one doesn't always work for another. But I'll tell you, right. what, you, you listen to everybody and you kind of start compiling. At least you have a, a tool belt full of tools instead of packing around a screwdriver. For
1: there you go. That's a good way to put it right
0: there. <laughs> so, well, hey, man, good luck with cat season.
1: Yeah. You we'll guys be in do touch. well.
0: So awesome. Oh, definitely. I want pictures. I want to see as many cat pictures as I saw bear pictures
1: I can't guarantee that. <laughs> I'll do my best though.
0: Right on.